Hey guys, Sean here from the future. Well, technically still the past to you, but let's not get bogged down in semantics. We are going to be talking about the Super Bowl spot for Stranger Things Season 2 up first, and we weren't even really thinking about it once we got started, but then it became quite apparent that we are going to be spoiling the hell out of the first season of Stranger Things. So if you have somehow avoided watching it this long already somehow as it's been out for half a year and you're interested in what is going on in Stranger Things maybe skip ahead to the 34th 35th minute of the podcast that will get you into our second conversation about superheroes and we will try our very best to make sure that we do spoilery things in the second half of our podcasts from now on anyway have a good one enjoy your future to my future of... future. Hi, welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first request is from a bunch of y'all because you're awesome. You guys want to hear our reactions to the new Stranger Things trailer. Yep. Technically a Super Bowl spot. But sure. But we, we got still got our first preview of... of information on season two. In 30 seconds. Yeah. Not even 30 seconds. No, not even. Because that clip that we just watched was 36, including... The title the, the, screen, the release day, Yeah. in theory. Sure. How amazing would it be if it came out on Halloween? Right. But also, I'm sure I'm like everybody else when I'm really upset that it's going to be until Halloween for it to come out. Because, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's a horror series. Yep. So the closer you can release it on Halloween, the better. And take your time. From the looks of that 30 seconds, your budget went up. Yeah. So take your time. Totally. Make what you need to make. I'll be there as soon as it's done. Right. Well, it's like when, when bands release an album and then all of a sudden that kind of propels them into stardom yep then they don't necessarily have to worry about day jobs and everything like that so they can work on their their craft and all of a, you know they can spend two years to actually put out another album right because artists are lazy now not like they were in the 70s nine albums in four years right? oh, i just could put this out and then well this one and this one and this one and this one <laughs> and then my live album. Anyway. <laughs> April Wine, a band that worked for four <laughs> years, has just released their 15th studio album. <laughs> but I don't mind a little bit of a longer push in order for it to be as good as it can be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, if I had my druthers, it would come out today so that I could watch it today. Yeah. But that would then mean I was done it tomorrow and... <laughs> Then I'd have to wait another whole year. You don't year. watch stuff that fast. I know you're I, saying it, but you don't watch stuff things, that though, fast. I feel like, oh man, even that. I would try and take my time with it. That Well, that never really happens, but are you going to be able to pull a 10-hour day? Oh, probably not. Presuming that it isn't like 10 or even 8. Can you pull an 8-hour straight of Stranger Things? Maybe? I don't know if I could do it emotionally. Yeah. That's it more than anything. I... There's some things where I know people will just binge watch a lot of TV shows, and I don't understand how they can do it. But, like, Breaking Bad, I could never binge watch because 
I just got so invested emotionally that I needed to take a break. And I think with Stranger Things, I have to do the same thing. I, I'm so happy with the way that I did it, where I started it. Okay, I'm three hours before I want to go to bed. I'm watching three. Sure. Now I'm too tired to keep watching it, so I'm going to sleep. The right. next day, I am going to watch three. <laughs> and I it was think- perfect. As far as TV shows that I've watched recently, that was the one I burned through in yeah, you pretty burned through quick that succession. Fast. Especially because I thought it was 13 episodes, and it was only 10, I believe, right? Or maybe 8? Eight? 8. Yeah, and so I was like, I watched a couple, then I watched a couple more, and then I watched 2, but- and so I was at 6, I was like, oh man, I, I mean, I've got like 4 or 5 more episodes, and then realized that there was only 2, so nope. I thought, well, I guess I'm pulling a little bit of a later <laughs> night here, and... I, I just, I think I watched it in about three days. You did. Once you got started, because you were a little late coming into it, mm-hmm. but not so late that you weren't able to be a part of the conversation, exactly. which was a good change. Which doesn't ever happen for me. How's Westworld going? So, <laughs> Stranger Things is great. <laughs> I literally haven't watched an episode since. It's the last week? No. To be fair, we are recording this super early in the yeah. week because Dave is got tech this week so he's busy for every other weekday yeah so we had to do this really early yes and also there was other things this weekend i went to a roughnecks game on saturday and it was the super bowl the super bowl yesterday yesterday well you guys know when we're recording this now but yeah yeah so it was the super bowl sunday so i wasn't able i mean obviously i'm gonna be watching the super bowl yeah, if it wasn't my team playing, I'd be watching it. Like me. I watched yeah. the Super Bowl. We had American commercials, which is why we got to see this Stranger Thing act. Right? So that right there is enough for me to appreciate having an American. I mean, obviously, all of them were so much better than the Than same, Letter Kenny. For, well, Letter Kenny and Chevy and Capit and... Letter Kenny Letty, and then Letter Kenny, Chevy yeah. and then Capit. Exactly. Yeah. So I I was not upset about that, but I was sitting at my cousin's place. So it was Ben and Jenna, and my brother and his girlfriend, and Shannon and me, and Ben and Ben's Ben and Jenna's kid was running around, and yeah. we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, I see Wayne from the Wonder Years, <laughs> and I wasn't at, I, at that point. I had no idea what it was, and I said, like, then it goes to that glitchy arcade, and then the the back to the waffles, and I was like, I don't know what's, but I turned to Ben, I was like, was that? Was that the older brother from the Wonder Years? He said, yeah, I think it was Wayne. So I think I missed Mikey yelling 11. 11, yeah. Because we were talking about that being Wayne from the Wonder Years. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I saw the... And like, then the text starts. The text like, starts. That's and I go, Stranger Things text. I know what text that is. And I was like, everybody shut up! This is important! <laughs> and just... Yeah. And it is important. Oh, man. And there was so much, like, we have a page and a half worth of things that came out in, like we said, 30 seconds. Yeah. <clears throat> How great of an opening it was that, though? Because you weren't even thinking about it. We were talking about this a little mm-hmm. bit before, where it's, oh man, Ego bought some Super Bowl time, and they're going with a retro commercial to totally. start, and then they're going to, like, tweak it or something. Morph into a modern day commercial. Yeah. Really cool. That's, uh, what a great way to, to approach that. And they're using Wayne from the Wonder Years, and... Technically also the third Back to the Future. Yeah. The Western one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's the one who says it's a new episode. So I think that's... It doesn't... No, it's the first one. Ah, whatever. The one with the TV. It doesn't really matter. Great. Anyway. (laughs) Glad we covered that. But yeah, it's like, oh, that's... It's a retro commercial. That hasn't been done in a while. Very cool. Yeah. 
And then before we got that weird ghost dog. Yeah. I just mm, Yeah. I don't know about that Bud Light. I mean, I get it was kind of like And it was like a minute and a half long. Yeah. It was like Spuds McKenzie meets a Christmas Carol where you're kind of going to, I, I don't yeah. know. It was very strange. It was. But not stranger things. No. No. Uh yeah, so it was just a cool way to, to kind of jump into it. It's like, all right, this is going to be great. I don't know what kind of commercial this is. And then, yeah, that text comes up. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. Well, okay, this is this is even better than I thought. I mean. As you didn't hear 11. Yeah. Because as soon as 11 happened, it's like, yeah, Stranger Things. <laughs> Everyone stop talking and stare at this. Yeah. I mean, I like Egos, but I don't need a commercial to remind me to buy Egos. No. However... How much better did those egos look than any ego we can buy now? Because those egos looked awesome. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is. Well, they're smaller now, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's true. And also, maybe it's just the way they were cooked. Like, I feel like those, no, the ones with the syrup on them, yeah. not chocolate like I thought before. Right. Because that was embarrassing. Um, like, they looked like they were... The problem I find with Egos, I'm glad we're really talking about this in our Stranger Things podcast. The problem I Dave. find with Egos, I know. I'm not even, I'm just going to keep that going. The only one listening to this who is surprised by that is, is you. Yeah. Everybody else is like, oh, you guys are going off on a tangent? About waffles? Well, let me find my shocked face. And what does Eleven eat the whole time? What does she steal from that store? And what is the best gift ever, especially when I found it for National Waffle Day? <laughs> I horror Instagram. Plug. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it it makes perfect sense why they would have that at the beginning. Like, yeah. That's a nice little reference to themselves. I am sure Ego sales went up after Stranger Things. You have to think so, right? Because it's not something... I like Egos. I love waffles. Yeah. But I don't think about... I never buy Egos no. just on a whim. But when that show came out, it was like, yeah, I, I need some frozen Egos. I haven't had frozen waffles in a long time. And then when you actually make them, you go, oh, yeah, these are fine. Yeah. It's a very fast breakfast. Totally. Perfect. It's Sometimes like I need exactly. that. Yeah. But it's just... And it's different than toast, which is great. But, like, yeah. I don't... Anyway, like, I think when you put them in the toaster, they get too crunchy or too crispy. They can, yeah. And maybe it's just a matter of finessing how, how long you put them in there for. Yeah. And that's why those ones look so good is they didn't look too overcooked. They so look like So when you like cut waffles. them, they're going to, like, there's a little bit of... Give? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, definitely going to go get groceries after this, and I'm 100% getting <laughs> Egos. Good. I need to get something for supper, and I, I, you know, I have a few little things that I need to pick up for the for the for the week. You know, it's tech, so the more yeah, things prep. I can have ready and yeah. snack food and everything for tech, the better. Well, and well, how are egos not perfect for a tech week when you are so crunched for time? Right, and you wake up in the morning and you have five minutes before you have to leave the house. Yeah, it's like well, toss a couple egos down the gullet. Yeah, <laughs> my niece and nephew love egos. I guess I spent the night over Christmas. I spent the night at my my sister's place. All my family was there. And I came downstairs and my mom was up with the kids. And she made them Egos. But I guess they got up before and literally just went into the freezer, grabbed two Egos, and then had a, a, an Ego each, and just ate them frozen. They didn't even put them in the toaster. They just sat there and ate them frozen. Like, I've 100% done that as oh, a kid. Oh, everyone has. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably even as a grown-up, I've just been like, you know, I want something 
easy, and I'm just going to sit here and gnaw on this frozen <laughs> ego because I'm 33 years old, and I can do that. Yeah, just like Eleven in that forest. She didn't have a toaster in the no, forest. Exactly. Yeah. Way to bring it back. You're Nicely welcome. done. Yeah, we go from Eleven, that the, the cry of Eleven, to we assume that's her, right? Upside down? Yeah. It could be... Mike or Will. It was just so hard to tell. Like, we literally both stood up and kind of, I'm doing it right now. Did that thing where you stand up and look upside down at something that's upside down. But still can't figure it out because it's... Rather than grabbing a screenshot and inverting it like we could have. Yeah. Yeah, we're dummies. No, just lazy. even taking a picture of it with our phones and flipping it, whatever. We could have done any of those. Instead, we literally stood up and, like, tried to bend upside down to see it. Yep. And it... Still work. not a hundred percent sure. No, it doesn't matter. Well, I feel like it's eleven, right? Just with the shout, and then it kind of reverbs, and then the eyes open. It almost—it's like Mikey's waking her up in another dimension or something. Yeah, or it's a dream. Or it's a dream. Yeah, right? I'm not entirely sure what what the deal is there, but yeah, all I know is I—that was a great way to kind of get past the the ego part and into the actual yeah clips. So or then, she's dreaming of old Lego or of old Ego commercials, like dreaming in the old Ego commercials she saw when she was watching TV. That could be. That's also possible. Oh, and that's how she comes are back. Endless. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that could. May, anyway, it doesn't really matter. Well, we'll find out. It'll matter. It matters when we find out. Exactly, and then we'll have a bunch of people be like, "Did you see it? That's why the Egos were there." Yep. Um, but then we get like there was a bunch of. We've done a bunch of trailer reacts before where it's quick cuts of a lot of different things. And a lot yep. of – like the the train spotting one, it was quick cuts. And at Ugh. a certain point, we're just like, we can't do all this. No. Whereas this one, because it was only 30 seconds and because it's Stranger Things, we felt like we had to get as many as we could. So right before the title – like the, the title block comes up or the, the – the, the first of the interstitial text. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We saw – Hopper, and it was just a quick shot of him in what appears to be an explosion. Yeah, in his uniform. Yeah. I'm assuming that's why he has an American flag on his shoulder, and it's the right color. Yeah. So he's in a sheriff's outfit. Yeah, and then then it jumps to the world is turning, and then my favorite shot of the entire thing, just because of how much I love Ghostbusters, <laughs> was three of the four. Three of the four. So which, it was the, I think it was Will and Mikey and... The kid whose name I can never remember, but he's the one who doesn't have the teeth. Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. It was the three of them, I think, right? They were missing... Lucas? Yeah, right? I th- thought Lucas was... I don't know. I don't not... think he was there. It... Hold on. Okay, so we were right but wrong. Yes. In the sense that there were only three of them, but it was Lucas and Mikey and Dustin. Right. And Will was not Will there. was missing. Also, how perfect is it that Lucas is black, so they literally can have all four Ghostbusters? Yeah. I just don't know who the other... Who? I mean, I feel like Dustin has to play... Vankman. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's kind of got the the personality for it. Yeah. Will... I think Will would probably be... I don't know. He seems like he could be a Spangler, and then... I, that's where I then was Mikey would be Stan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way I would I would do it. Yeah, Mikey's kind of the leader too, and Ray is not really the take charge, but he is usually is the one explaining things and yeah. that sort of stuff. Kind of the Egon's more 
to the side and quirky. Yeah, and then... He Vanqu- seems like he would play wizard in D&D. Like, totally. Well, he seems like yeah. the one who would be the wizard. Yeah, and then Vankman is... Well, he's part of the group and definitely a, a leader. He's kind of a keep to himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's the one everyone loves. Exactly. And I love Dustin. <laughs> Everybody that loves is, Dustin. Man, when I saw him in the BMO commercial, it made me so <laughs> happy. And just the way he was, like, because he's sitting there and he's trying to, his, his mom is, he's trying to jump into the pool and all his friends are over the fence. And just, like, the look on his face, like, it's Dustin. Yep. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Anyway, they're at the Ghostbusters, and the three of them, and that shot, because Dustin's kind of looking out towards the camera, uh, Mikey and and Lucas are kind of looking at each other, Yeah. and then Dustin's not there, so it almost looks like... Will's not there. Yeah, sorry. Dustin is looking out there, and Will's not there. Yeah. It almost looks like he's worried. Is Will the next shot? Is the next shot that kid in the basement, or the one that we can't really tell? Uh... No, that's that's a little bit later because we have the boys as Ghostbusters. Then what looks like Hopper stabbing the ground. Oh yeah. Uh, then upside down. Right. And then hazmat suit with the four point blowtorch thing. Yeah. Okay. And then it's then the government testing gov- facility. Right. And then somebody's hands to the face. So like, there's a lot of stuff, but that's also three seconds. Yeah. So there's a lot of quick cuts. Because we can't really tell. There is that. There is that shot of a kid, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's a kid, leaning against a wood panel, hands over face. Yeah, I got like an Adidas t-shirt with some sort of long sleeve, like, under, long underwear sort of shirt. Yeah. And they just really quickly, like, almost like, it's almost like a uh, lurchy sort of movement. Yeah. Putting their hands up to their face, but we don't know who it is. Which is why I'm wondering if it's not Will, which would explain why he's missing from that thing, and also because it is leading towards more of the upside-down stuff, which we'll talk about. He would be the one who's the most dramatically affected because he did spend a week in the upside-down. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, like it feels like it might be Will. Mm Mm-hmm. Just based on that, because if it's not, he's not in this at all. Yeah. If we settle on the idea that that's Eleven waking up, and yeah. when we we went back, when I said hold on, and we went back to check the the Ghostbusters shot, it's definitely Eleven. It, like, there's something about be. the eyes, and like, yeah, it's it's got to be her. So yeah. we're we're ninety nine point nine percent sure that it's her in that shot. Exactly. Um. But yeah, so it's just we're not sure where he is. So he's got to be in the show. Yeah. But in what capacity? I mean, he has spent a week in the Upside Down before. Yep. At the end of the first episode, or of the last episode, he had that, kind of that flashback sort of thing. So yeah. does he get drawn back into the Upside Down world? Is that just Well, a his... part of the Upside Down came out of him and went down the drain, which means yeah. the Upside Down's already here? Yeah, so... Is that maybe the, the, the larva of the spider thing we see later? It could be. Right? Like, Will maybe started this? Man. It's just, I'm getting shivers just thinking about it, because it's just... <laughs> that and it's minus 25. Yeah, it's damn cold here in Calgary. Yeah. I got my karma points today, though. Ooh. I was shoveling my sidewalk, and I could hear the telltale sound of rubber on ice, and just like, like that squeal of somebody who was stuck. And so I went, they were up my street, and you've been down my up yeah. my street. You know how it's, it's got slow. a good grade to it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, 
I went to go, like, I tossed some gravel underneath the tires, hoping that that would work, and no, this minivan was not going anywhere. So I literally, like, started my truck, drove up to the top of the street, and, like, pulled this person out. Um, but, I mean, this is, we're recording this after we got half a meter of snow yeah. over the last three days. Yeah. It's been crazy. And we, it, elsewhere, like, I guess southern Alberta and BC got, like, a meter of snow. Yep. A week ago, there was grass everywhere, and I was going, oh, man, it looks kind of gross right now. I was starting to feel it. Yeah. Like my asthma was starting to kick in with snow molds and stuff, and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, I oh, don't want an early spring yet. like this. And we just got bombarded. Yep. I shoveled the walk three times in the last 20 hours. Yeah. And on top of that, it's cold. Like, I don't mind if it snows and it's minus five. It's it's like minus 19 was up when I was driving here today, which means it's getting colder now. And Yep. <sighs> anyway. I don't know what... You know where else it's cold? The Upside Down. Nice. I knew we had to get back there somehow. I just couldn't remember how we got onto how cold it was. Anyway. You were, you were getting shivers because I was mm, talking about the mm-hmm. larva maybe being that spider thing, which may yeah, might okay. mean that Will is the reason the Upside Down has invaded. That spider... Because, I mean, right after we get somebody who we can only assume is Will's hand to the face... Yeah. We get a a drawing of the weird, creepy, upside-down thing. Yep. And that's kind of the beginning of the end of the trailer, is because we get that, followed by that door opening by itself, and we see kind of the, the sky turning red, and then the close-up... Mike's... Mike, we think that's We're Mike, We're pretty right? sure it's Mike. Just based on the house and based on... The hair. The and... hair and everything. We're pretty sure it's Mike, and we get a close-up of his neck, and you see the goosebumps. Yep. And then we see this insane red sky with lightning flashing and everything, and just coming out of that the clouds and the light is this big ass spider monster monster thing thing yeah i don't know exactly what it is well at the end they hinted something about a hydra when they were playing D&D cuz the demogorgon was first and when they're playing the second D&D campaign they he mentions a hydra oh that's a good catch yeah Huh. It doesn't look like one, but they could be like smoke and mirroring us a little bit totally. because they really the vessel for this is everyone you care about is back. Yeah. And it's coming and it's going to be here on Halloween. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like they could have they could have just done the music on a black screen and had it slowly pan for like a the big red 2, the sequel to Big Red yeah. 1, and that's all we need. I would have been so happy with that. All of a sudden, in like that that Philip Glass sort of soundtrack, the synth, the eighties synthesizer, synth. yeah. Yep. And it could have just literally been a red screen, just pulling out, pulling out, pulling out, and we get a two, and it says Halloween, and I would have been I, I so could have happy for twenty five minutes on that. I don't know what we're at right now, but you know, whatever, twenty ish, sure. Yeah. I could have talked for an entire segment about that and I would have been excited. But, but this gave us more. But instead they gave us Just stuff. little quick cuts. The guys are back. Yeah. Yay. Everybody you love is back. Whoa. I didn't see Steve, Dave. I don't know where Steve is. That's I fair. don't know if everyone I love is back. That is fair. <laughs> no we Nancy? Don't see... Yeah. No Steve? Uh, when Ona was not, we didn't see any shots of her. Nope. But do you want her name, or are you gonna stick with Winona? Winona, because we've gone with everyone else has been their character. That's names. fair. Joyce. Joyce. 
never would Joyce Byers. Will yeah. Byers, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, Will's mom. Yep. Yeah, Joyce wasn't there. So there are a lot of people that were... No Jonathan either. Will's older brother, who was very important. Yeah. Or the science teacher. We didn't get to see the science teacher. <laughs> I do love him. Oh, uh, what was his name? Mr. Clark? Yeah, yeah Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. Yeah. Um, did he not get taken out? Did he? I don't remember. Because remember that blonde lady showed up at his place? I thought... He's also only listed in six episodes on IMDb, and those who are acknowledged as season two have 17 because there's nine in this next season. I mean... Hey, Dave, we just got that out of IMDb. Perfect. So eight last season, nine, so an extra episode. Sweet. I don't know. I mean, maybe Mr. Clark just wasn't as integral. I thought he survived. I feel I feel like he did because they phoned him to ask him about the the sensory the deprivation tank, tank and yeah like I think that lady showed up but I don't I think he just I think he got through because she just asked him questions about the boys I think and we were I remember you texting me about it and I also remember being really worried and then being relieved yeah I think he's okay but he's just maybe I mean, he's not in, like you're saying he's not integral enough that. He hasn't been listed yet. Or maybe he just, they just decided that he wasn't integral enough to bring him in for the second season. Well, that would be a mistake. Right? Because he was great. Although if it's the next year, they would have different teachers. Sure. Potentially as well. Yeah. So, I mean. Which would explain, because they did add Sean Astin and Paul Reiser and. Really? Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? No, I haven't looked at the cast list at all. Yeah. Sean Astin's been added. He's in the second season. Great. Paul Reiser's in it. I mean, he was big in the 80s anyway, so. Yeah. I like it. Paul Reiser? Good yeah. for him. I don't think Matthew Modine can be back, obviously. Yeah, right? But there are there are a few back. Okay, cool. And I mean, you a show like this, it's kind of like HBO. You can't expect everybody to be back all the time. Like no. Eventually, as characters grow and as the story evolves, you just kind of have to do away with some people. It's, it's just the nature of television. It's true, but... I really want Mr. Clark to be back. Yeah. Just for a little bit. Because Mr. Clark was amazing. He was so good. I mean, worst case scenario, I just go back and watch. Obviously, I'm watching before the first season out, before want, it yeah. comes out anyway. Because... No. Of course we are. Yeah. Like, go get me some egos and go watch episode one tonight. <laughs> Probably won't happen. But, you know. No. I have a throwback tracks to write. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and it's tech week, so, you know, time it's is... got to be premium. done. Yeah. So maybe that's what I'll do tonight while I eat Eggos. <laughs> For supper? <laughs> Why not? They're, Incidentally, have you ever fast. been to Waffle House? No. I went to Waffle House in Denver a couple of years ago. I was like, all right, these are going to be some sweet waffles. They're just like an oversized Eggo. Oh. They were very underwhelming. That's sad. It was really sad. You have to go to like a really good breakfast place then yeah. and just get homemade waffles. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or just make them myself. That's I made true. Strawberry waffles this weekend. It was great. Ooh, that sounds good. Apparently, I really like waffles, and that's what we're talking about today. Well, and if Stranger Things does nothing else, it reminds you of how much you love waffles. Absolutely. So, thank you, Stranger Things, for that, amongst all the other things. <laughs> Do you think Barb will come back? This is a huge internet thing because the internet <sighs> fell in love with Barb because Barb is the everywoman. Sure. Again, you can't have all the... Wasn't Barb dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
they found her. Yeah, that's what I thought. So how can Barb come back? Because the Upside Down's coming in. So maybe she's there. Maybe she's a monster. I don't think it's going to happen. I and don't I was either. not in that crew that fell in love with Barb. I thought Barb was fine, but... Yeah, I liked Barb, and I felt bad that she died, but it's... Again, it's like HBO. Characters that you love are not necessarily safe just because you love them. It's true. So, yeah, I wanted Barb to be okay, but when I found her body, I just assumed that was the end of Barb. Yeah. So... Although you did see the thing from the Golden Globes where Jimmy Fallon did that huge La La Land number with all of the different movies and TV. No. And then just for the hell of it, they had Barb back, and they did that old school thing where they reversed the film of her coming out of a swimming pool. Yeah. That was literally it. Although, okay. no, the all of the kids did a rap in the back of a truck, and mostly it was Millie Bobby Brown, but they were all there. That's so cool. And it was awesome. <laughs> did you see... It was like the, the SAG Awards or something like that, where the guy who plays Hopper gave a big acceptance David speech. Harbour, yeah. Because yeah. they won the best ensemble. Yeah. As they should. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was... His speech was so passionate. He was fired up. And then all of the amazing videos of Winona and like and like the, the, pizza. the pizza. Oh my god! And the math equations. Oh, I didn't Did, see the math equations. Oh, somebody put it in where it's like <laughs> it's hard to stand there when you're solving the world's problems, and it was a whole bunch of Euclidean math floating around <laughs> her head. And she. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I don't know what her what. She, she was just reacting to what he was saying. She was. Yeah. She was excited. Yeah. And expressive. And it was great. Uh, it was great. And the close-ups, like with the pizza, it was just so good. And then multiple slices of pizza. <laughs> it's like it blows her mind. If you guys haven't seen those somehow, it's very easy to find. Yeah, just Google, I guess, I would guess Stranger Things Pizza. Yeah. Stranger Things Acceptance Speech Pizza, and you probably will find something. Winona Ryder Pizza yeah. would probably do a better yeah, job of it. Probably. What do you think Hopper's doing? With that pole. Is he making oh, a fence? Oh, man. I, is that a pole? Like, I couldn't tell if it was like a... Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how thick it was. It didn't seem too thick. It wasn't thick. thick enough, but it could be one of... Because, you know, the big and fence post holes, it's a long thing, and then you step on the the bottom, like, clasp, and that digs the post yeah, hole, right? Yeah, like a post hole digger. So that's what I was wondering, if that's what it was, or if it was like... Um, or if he's killing something? Or an edger, or like a shovel. Like, I couldn't tell if he was digging a hole and... Or like, For more digging? Yeah, right? <laughs> How else do you get away from the upside down? <laughs> uh, that's Bart, right? When the, yeah. the Chinese are spying on them, supposedly, according yeah. to Homer. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what you digging the hole for? More digging. Dig, more digging. <laughs> uh, I don't know. like Because you kind of hear the noise, but yep. it's pretty nondescript, so it could be that he's using a shovel to like behead something or cut some monster of some sort right yep. I, I don't know it's just it's such a quick shot and it is I mean, and he's not dressed in his no like, in it his almost looks like, like he's wearing a outfit. fedora and yeah it's like farmer's outfit and we're again we're pretty sure it's hopper like a lot of these quick cuts we have no idea if these are the people we just kind of go that looks like it's hopper that was so fast it was hard to tell it was right between... But there's nobody else that we know in the series that wasn't Paul Reiser, that wasn't Sean Astin. Who else could it be? Right, exactly. So, and you didn't even know that Paul Reiser and Sean Astin were in it yet. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, iHorror.com. Sure. 
Um, the one thing we ne- needed to talk about with the Ghostbusters that Sean caught was that literally they're the only guys dressed up. So we thought yeah. it was Halloween. Like, let's back up to this. And we have that I totally shot, spaced on that. Good right? memory. <laughs> yeah. We have that shot of the three of them dressed as Ghostbusters. Outside of school. Outside of school. And everybody else is filing in on either side of the screen. And literally nobody else is dressed up. No. So I don't know if this is the sort of school where nobody dressed up for Halloween or if these guys just, like, if they are going to see... Ghostbusters. I'm going to look up when Ghostbusters came out. Because it this is... We saw it was October 30th, 1984. 1984 yep. on the security footage, right? Yep. So maybe they were getting up, getting dressed up to go to Ghostbusters, but then at the same time, they wouldn't have had the costume already. Unless they were that excited, but that's... That's excessive. Yeah. Must have been a summer blockbuster or it something. could have been. June 7th. Oh, okay. 1984. Okay, so they could have so, seen it. So they have seen it. They I'm have sure seen they've it. seen it. They've obviously seen it. Now, are they going to see it again? Are they... I, I just, I can't understand. I, I can't... Maybe it is Halloween and nobody else is dressing up, or everybody's dressing up when they get to the school, or... or I nailed it by saying, that girl on the right is Matilda, that guy's going as a, like a lumberjack slash hobo. <laughs> And they're just the lamest costumes ever? Yeah. That could very well be. Anyway, those three dressed up. Like that one party we had at the DUS where I went as that guy in the background of the crowd scene from Pretty in Pink. Do you remember that? When I had actually, like, I spot on nailed that costume and I had to bring a, I brought up a picture and everyone's like, wow, that's, that's excessive. I'm like, I had very little time and already apparently had all the stuff I needed, so... Slash remembered that guy from remembered the scene. Remembered that guy so from the to, scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to pinpoint the spot and then print out a picture. <laughs> picture? Yep. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure what's going on there. It's amazing, though. Like, Because I, I just got so distracted by the fact that these boys were in Ghostbuster costumes. You're focused on the ones that you know about. You're focused on the ones who are in perfect stage tradition, standing in a triangle with the focal point at the very center of the screen, yeah. at the very center of your attention. Yeah. So I wasn't looking around, but because we had a pause, Sean goes, nobody else is dressed up. And I went, oh, yeah. No, definitely <laughs> nope. aren't. Yep. What is happening here? I don't. So if we ever get another trailer, I am sure more people will ask us to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to say about this 30 seconds we've managed to talk for 30 minutes about? That's a minute a second. I think I'm good. Okay, then. Our next question... Sorry, I just kind of wigged out there because I don't say that anymore. But our next <laughs> I was question. Say, this seems surreal. <laughs> we do more than one question in a, in a podcast. It's brought to you by Gustav Kaibo's Racing Yachts. Make an impression at your next regatta with the real handcrafted old world style of a Gustav Kaibo racing yacht. Using only the finest in turn-of-the-century craftsmanship, your classic timber form yacht will draw the eye and the patron as you glide across the water. That's Gustav Kaibo's racing yachts, the often overlooked, never forgotten yacht. And we're back. Our second question comes to us from James, who wants to know what sort of superhero movie we'd like to see. See, we've 
we mentioned this specifically in the movie preview, I think, as well, mm-hmm. that we got a lot of origin stories and we're starting to reach peak superhero. And we both really liked Deadpool going back to yep. our, our movies of the year and when we were, I think we mentioned it in the... Are things of 2016. Yeah, I probably. I'm one sure of us probably mentioned up. Deadpool. So it, it's that was just, like an hour and a half long episode. I'm sure something came up about it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so it's just... We've both expressed, and I more than Dave, because I've seen way more of them more than you than have, have. Yeah. That at a certain point, they're starting to feel samey. So mm-hmm. James reached out and wanted to know what we would like to see, which is also something we did way back, like a big callback when we were talking about Star Wars the first time, where it's like, now that they're doing different stuff... Marvel, or Star sorry, Wars has been bought by Disney. So what? they can do a horror... I'd love to see a horror Star Wars, and mm-hmm. they can't really do it, but we just got the war movie Star Wars. It's the 60s war movie in the Star Wars universe. We just got that one. Yeah. The young Han Solo started shooting last week. Oh, great. And we're getting... They're letting people know that the tone they're aiming for is buddy comedy western. So that's the Star Wars we're getting out of the young Han Solo with Donald Glover. Perfect. So, and Aaron, no, Aaron, Edge, well, what's his name? Is it going to be on IMDb? It will be, yeah. Should I just type in Han Solo? You could, that should probably do it. Um, Untitled Han Solo Star Wars Anthology Film. Al- Alden, Aaron, Aaron Rick, Aaron Reich? Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Alden Aaron Reich. Alden Aaron Reich. Is it also a kid hard. from Hail Caesar? Oh, yes. I knew I He plays the cowboy. Yeah. Um, So he's the young Han Solo, and Donald Glover is the young Lando. And so they're turning that into a buddy cop western in Star Wars. So we'll get a different feeling. We'll get a different stretch. I mean, it's directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I know. Of course it's going to be a a comedy buddy comedy. Of course it is, and it's Uh, going to be awesome. (laughs) It also has Amelia Clark, who I recognize from things. Uh Uh-huh. But also Woody Harrelson. Those are the four people billed on this movie, so... So what do you recognize Amelia Clark from? I don't know. I'm not sure if I do. I just maybe recognize her face. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> There's your problem. So yeah, that's that's the essential premise is that what would you like to see out of a superhero movie? Right. And as I know more superheroes mm-hmm. by a considerable margin, I can also help with your ideas insofar as if you have an idea for a type of movie you want, some heroes that might work for it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, it's interesting having talked about Deadpool. Yeah. um, Just the different reactions that it got out of people. Yep. There was the people who did not look at the rating and took their kids to it and then left offended that the movie was so gory and graphic and and the language that they used and everything like that and it was like well meaning they didn't know who Deadpool was to begin with sure and just went, they just oh, saw it's Marvel a, it's not even made by Marvel it's made by Fox but it's a Marvel character right it's a Marvel character yeah. yes but it's he's X-Men rights yeah so that's why there were the X-Mansion and yeah well and Colossus like, and so yeah so there were those people. There are the people like you and me who loved it. I yep. mean, I went with I went with two people, and one, if not two, both of them had already seen it once before. Mm, I feel like mm-hmm. Mel had seen it, and Anton maybe hadn't, but Anton might have, and just loved it so much that he's like, "I'll go with you guys again." 
So yeah. regardless, the the three of us went because we just wanted to go see it, and it was delightful. But at the end of the day, that is another origin story. Sure. Yeah. But it's different in the fact that it was an R-rated for adults superhero movie, and it also had a lot more heart than a lot of the origin stories did because they focused specifically on the story of Deadpool rather than him just being the Merc with the mouth. Sure. So. Yeah, and how he came to be. I mean, and why he's going after... I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who says, say my name, what's my name? Francis? Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) I've seen it like once in its entirety and then every now and then it's on the movie channel I'm like oh watch some of that and then I go to bed right um so I I appreciate I just liked it in the sense that it was a little bit more I mean you see all these movies you see uh just superhero movies in general yep because they're trying to be for all audiences they have to introduce the characters well they have to introduce the characters but they also have to tone down the gore and the yep. things that would, you know, when you're as Tony Stark or as, I mean, the the previews from the Super Bowl for Logan looked great. Yep. Another Fox one. Well, and there's <laughs> the difference, right? Is Fox maybe, I don't know, it's just there's something about it. When Logan's killing people or fighting, it's not going to be clean and blood free. And I mean, I'm not saying that I want it to be like the the sword fight scene in the first Kill Bill. Yeah. That's a little much, but at the same time, I want it, I, I like some realism, and why not have a little bit of extra gore and graphicness? Sure. Graphicness? Yeah. You know, the, the graphic violence and everything. I don't necessarily mind that, and I liked Deadpool for that reason because we got to see a little bit more of it. Yeah. Well, and it was made for a narrower audience, mm-hmm. which means it could take more chances. Mm-hmm. The opening credits are hilarious because they're, they are parodying all other superhero movies. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. That's fun. The ending is parodying Ferris Bueller. Sure. Great. Yeah. But those aren't references for kids. Those are references for us. For who look at it at a different layer. Exactly. But again, it's an origin story with a disposable villain. Yeah. With a small team up. Now there's an interesting idea. I don't know how feasible this is, but you just said disposable villain. Yeah. And often these movies have villains that are around for one movie. Right. Loki was in Thor and the first Avengers. Okay. They've been building to Thanos or Thanos, whichever way you want oh, to prefer it. Oh, right. Had Guardians and then he will eventually... Uh, Guardians and Avengers... And yeah, they, oh, okay. because all of that Infinity Stone stuff yeah. the, in Loki's staff and the Tesseract and all of that is building towards the Infinity War, which is Thanos. All of it has been setting up to him, okay. but he's had practically nothing to do. It's just sure. the end of the credit sequence or there's here's a little hint. He's and been most sitting people, on his throne when um, uh, what's his name in Guardians is talking to him and. Yeah, yeah, Ronan. Ronan, yeah. 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 So, like, he's been there, but he's been... He's peripheral. Yeah. But for comic fans, he is the big threat. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Because he's trying to impress death, essentially, and wow. ascend into godhood. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's a neat backstory. Yeah. 
Good to know. That said, so I mean, we'll go with on a DC side because you know we love DC and they do great things. Everything but their movies, yeah. other than <laughs> and even their Batman movies were their great. Batman movies are great, right? Yeah. But that's the problem: is their movies have failed, but everything else they their animated stuff, their games, their comics, everything else is good. It's sure. just they haven't figured out the DCU yet. So let's let's. For the sake of the argument, go with something like DC where, I mean, I guess you have the beginning of Justice League. Yeah. We had Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. We yeah. had Superman. What? No, we had Man of Steel. Yeah. We had Superman Returns, but they're, let's just throw all of that earlier stuff away because then we can also throw away the Dark Knight trilogy, which is on its own. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so we find a, 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 a superhero that over an art so you can actually build a story and you have instead of just one movie where you have this villain who dies like maybe the villain comes back in the second and the third one you have a trilogy where i mean i don't know how you would do it because you can't have three comic book movies without action right where it's all just story getting to this final battle at the end but something where you have these villains and maybe he's fighting other villains at the same time but set it up as minions yeah if you're going to DC which Dave's kind of in a corner here cuz you're not going to know as many characters but if we've got no, dark side just... or brainiac and brainiac has taken control over lex luthor which is loosely what's happening okay but it's like justice league this is going to have steppenwolf well i don't know if you noticed it but steppenwolf steppenwolf was in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice for 11 seconds. Okay. You saw a flash of the villain in the next one. Oh. And you've you've Gnarly. seen hints of a overall control sort of scheme leading up towards the bigger mm-hmm. team-up movies. You've seen parts of that. Right. Yeah, and I guess I went with DC just because I know how entrenched in the world Marvel has gotten with the Avengers. And, I mean, they have their their side stories as well. But there's just been more of them. So I was just trying to go with an example where we don't have quite as many. No, that's fair, but type of movie as well. But let's stick with this, and then we'll hop over Mm -hmm. to type. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I just like the idea that... Because DC is also going to do origin stories. That's what we got. Well, and, I mean, you've got... We've got... We've had Man of Steel. Yep. Whatever. I mean, we have Batman v Superman, which is... Not really the origin story of Batman. It's no, it's not. It's a later on, but they're introducing a different era Batman. Yeah, and I mean everybody knows Batman's origin story. If yeah, <laughs> we can only watch those parents die so many times. Right. If there's one that's expecting more out of their audience, it is DC. They they expect you to be like, okay, this is Batman. Done. Sure. Fine. I have a background knowledge. I don't need it handed to me on a platter like every Marvel movie. Yeah. And... I'm excited for Black Panther. Black Panther's coming. I have read all the comics. I don't need a backstory, but I'm going to get one, and it's probably going to be an hour of the movie of learning about T'Challa and how he's ascending and the lineage of Panthers and... Great. I mean, there are some where you kind of need it because they are not... Like I said, everybody knows... Batman's origin. Yeah. Everybody knows Superman's origin. Yeah. Even if you've never read comic books. I've never... I don't think I've ever in my life read a Superman comic book. I can't imagine why you would. But I know he's from Krypton. And yeah. I know his planet exploded. And I know he's an alien. And his his suit, I guess, like Superman's outfit, was 
his like his parents sent him in that right and like they found him with the blanket the cape the blanket the cape right yep. um i know that he is that kryptonite is his kryptonite yeah right it's his like, weakness yeah. yep so i know all that having never in my life read a superman story because he is so entrenched in popular culture yeah which was the benefit that dc had that they're squandering so terribly in this movie universe. yeah yeah so but with like I don't know that much. If if you and I weren't friends, I would know yeah. nothing about Aquaman. No, that's fair. I know more about Aquaman because of you than anything because he just because you love him so much. Yeah, and you've actually had me read some of his comics. Yeah, so I've read more Aquaman comics than I have Superman, but I still don't know enough that I don't mind the fact that there's going to be an Aquaman movie where we get to see him kind of in his element. Now, yeah. maybe it's not, hopefully it's not going to be an hour of his, and maybe it'll just kind of jump right into him fighting, which... Maybe it's a battle for the throne of Atlantis. Sure. Like, are you fine with that? Well, and I was just going to say, I don't mind the idea that, like, I don't need to see four Thor movies. I could see a movie where it's just, okay, it's a movie about a, a Viking, a Norse god. Yep. You give me 10 minutes of backstory, and then we just jump into action, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I don't need to see all that backstory, because I'm going to see a, a superhero movie where there's fighting and action. I, as long as you give me a little bit, so it's like, he came from here, this is how he got here, this is this, and now here we are. And that almost seems to be what they're doing for Aquaman and Justice League, because there's that scene in the trailer that we reacted to. Yeah. Plug, you can go back and listen to it. But yeah. where we talk about Bruce Wayne walks in, he's and he's talking... This village is a fishing village, and it's struggling during the hard times, but there's always a man here who comes in to help. Yeah. And I want to talk to that man. Yeah. And then you see Jason Momoa as an amazing decision for Aquaman, then throwing Bruce Wayne against the wall, and then the shot that I talk about every time I can, when he's standing on the ocean with the bottle, throws the bottle down and just taken by the water. Yeah. It's great. That's all I need. Totally. I know a lot about Aquaman, but... Do you need anything else? No. He's a guy who lives in the water and can talk to fish. No, he can't talk Control to fish. Control fish? Yeah. Okay. I knew it he was can one of the other. mentally command sea life. Okay. He's essentially Superman underwater with mind control over sea creatures. Right. So... I knew it was one of those. I was like, wait, no, talking to fish doesn't sound right. That's sea man. That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the joke, is I thought you could talk to fish. And it's like, right. No, I don't talk to fish. It was in that comic that I had you read, yeah. when he goes to the seafood restaurant because he wants lunch. And they're like, but don't you talk to fish? He's like, no, I don't talk to... I'm just going to go. Yeah. So I don't need that origin. No. I just know that he's a guy that lives can live underwater, and he's yeah. kind of back and forth, but... Well, he's half human, half yeah. Atlantean, so he lives... In the new stuff, he lives in a lighthouse. Yeah, kind of lives wherever the hell he wants because it doesn't really matter. I'll, yeah. That's, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. So, He's yeah. super strong. He can jump. He's got a cool trident, and he can control sharks. Exactly. What else do you need? Do, do you need that in an hour where it's like, here's no. Aqualad? I don't care. I just want to see him kick some butt. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, getting to James's question, that's what I want to see is just Movies where they can kick some butt and you don't need to get bogged down in the details. And I know, like, we've gotten to the point where Iron Man is, like, there's three Iron Mans now. Yep. Even still, there's a lot of, I mean... It's He's also like, in both of the Avengers movies. Yeah. So, I mean... And Captain America Civil War. Robert Downey Jr. has done pretty well for himself. Oh, yeah. But, 
I like Tony Stark, and I like I like, and he's in the new Superman movie or a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, uh, Homecoming because we saw he reacted to that trailer. Yeah. he was the best part of the trailer. Yes, he was. So it's not a hug. I'm opening the door for you. <laughs> he he's in everything, and I mean, obviously, you need a storyline. Otherwise, it's just two hours. Yeah. of I mean, it's Transformers without a storyline. Otherwise, like, I was going to say it's like The Raid, where it's just all action, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But that had a storyline to it, and it had all the story I needed. Your brother is stuck in this building with gang lords in it. Okay, we're going to go raid that building. Try and get your brother out. Okay. Yeah. Go. (laughs) Why can't we have a, a, a comic book movie like that? Yeah. Where it's just... An hour and a half of superheroes just kicking the crap out of each other. Or, like, out of bad guys. Sure. So you want a raid superhero movie? Yes! Apparently I do. <laughs> okay. That's what we've been talking this whole time to get towards, apparently. Well, unfor- I didn't even know I wanted it until I said it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Iron Fist, which is probably the best one to do that with, is getting a Netflix series, which means okay. it's going to be grittier and it's going to be fun and it'll be sure. good. It's just he is probably the best bet or Daredevil. Sure. But that didn't really work with Daffleck? I or guess. Bat- Batfleck. Yeah. yeah. But so Darefleck? <laughs> Darefleck didn't work. No. He didn't work so well with Marvel, so we went to DC. Yeah. Which is fine. I like him as Batman. He's a good Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting a Raid-style comic book movie. That, yeah. I don't think that would get the numbers that you'd want. I think there'd be too many complaints that there, there isn't enough storyline. Maybe. And it, but from a from a standpoint of a guy who loves the Raid, yeah. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. I think the thing is, I'm just done with origin stories. And I know I'm going to get more. Yeah. And that's kind of the problem where it's, I, you want me to be excited about this, but I know I'm going to spend 45 minutes with you explaining something I already know. Yeah. And I realize you're doing it for not me. You're doing it for audiences who don't know who – I'm going to stick with Black Panther. Sure. Who don't know much about Black Panther. Yeah, They're just like guy. they saw yeah. Captain America Civil War, which I'm sure Dave hasn't seen yet. So, mm. Oh, no. I've seen The Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. You're getting there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But so he's in that briefly. Yeah. Really awesome in it too. Okay. Like one of my favorite parts of Civil War is Black Panther, but I'm a big Black Panther guy anyway. Okay. So, but I don't need to go to Wakanda and to spend a whole bunch of time getting the backstory of like, oh, there's this African Republic, which is way further ahead of us in technology because they had vibranium and all of that. The stuff that Captain's shield is made okay. out of yeah. and all of that's where it comes from is them and okay. they have advanced well beyond the western world but they're insular and they have this king and all like there's all of this stuff right that do you need it in a movie well but I you're mean, gonna get it yeah because it sounds like a really cool story it is it, it is sounds a good story. like a really cool story if it's not if i'm not at the same time going hoping that black panther's gonna kick some butt he is. He will, probably, sure. in the last half. Yeah. But that's the thing is, that sounds like the sort of movie that I would enjoy seeing as, like, a just a really cool story about this guy who rose to power in this, but yeah. not necessarily as a comic book movie, but more as a, just a, a film. Yeah. 
Whereas as a comic book movie, I just want to see villains. And, I mean, a lot of the... I mean, I had never even heard of um, in the in the the Dark Knight or in the Batman Begins. Ra's al Ghul is he synonymous? Is he in the comic books? Yeah, sure. But like, as somebody who grew up, kind of what like I knew the Joker and the Riddler and the Penguin. Like, I mean, more of the cartoony, the cartoonier ones. Yep. But I mean, look at what they did with the Joker. And don't get me wrong, I love. Batman Begins, and I thought, yeah. I thought Ra's al Ghul was awesome. Yeah, and Scarecrow. And Scarecrow. Don't forget Scarecrow. Yeah, but I just... Oh, Cillian Murphy is so good. He really is. Everything he does. Right? Yeah. Little tangent there. Um, <laughs> I liked Ra's al Ghul, but I just thought... Like, it, it would have been so cool to get some of those... I mean, I had heard at one point that they were talking about, like, Michael Sarah for the Riddler. And I mean, that could have all just been complete hearsay, but... I don't know if that would have been good or not. No, but just, like, if somebody could have made it good, it would have been Chris Nolan. Like, the things that he was... That's true. I When I was like, oh, Heath Ledger is the Joker, I don't know about... And then you saw what he did as the Joker. Yeah. I mean, and I like Heath Ledger, but, you know, before he did Ten Things I Hate About You, and he did A Knight's Tale, and, like, he was kind of the... Yeah, broke back. Yeah, yeah, and I thought about that one, Wonderful too. and broke back. But a lot of the stuff that he was doing was kind of... Fun and pulpy. yeah. I really I mean, like A Knight's Tale. I haven't watched that movie in a man, long time. Paul Bettany is so good in that movie. It's on... And, um, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yep. And, like, it's it's so good. And it's one of those ones that's on TV every now and then, and I'll always catch the last half hour, and it's just like, oh, it's just so fun. <laughs> this is so anachronistic, and the music is so out of place, right? but I'm having a good time, exactly. so I don't care. And I, I like 10 Things I Hate About You as well. Sure. It's a fun little movie. But he wasn't... There was no... He, there was no grit to him in those. And right. then he does the Joker. Yeah. I was like, whoa, you've got some chops. But that movie only works because you had the first one. Sure. And if he doesn't sadly overdose, does he come back in three? Maybe hopefully solving some of the problems with three. So maybe it's Joker and Bane. Right. Instead of here's Talia al Ghul and Bane. And maybe Nightwing eventually or something. Right. And so just kind of Well and that's and that goes back to my point of you have somebody like again, if Heath Ledger doesn't sadly die, that was tragic. Yeah. If he doesn't die, then can you have that villain who so they fight in the first one, but maybe he comes back in the second one. Maybe yeah. he doesn't die. Bane lets them out. Right? That's he's giving the city back to the people, so one of the people is the Joker. So you you have that, so all of a sudden you can have the Joker in more than one movie. Recurring, yep. I like that idea where these comic book villains that everybody, you know, I, I like the Joker, I like the Riddler, I, you know, the Penguin, Danny DeVito's Penguin was great, and I mean... Yeah, weird. Weird. But... But Tim Burton's movies were weird in general. Sure. I mean, Nicholson's Joker is vastly different than yeah, yeah, Heath Ledger's, Ledger. but they're also both vastly different than Cesar Romero's, because, yeah. you know... Wouldn't even bother shaving off his mustache. <laughs> and also, who also does a great Joker, Mark Hamill. Absolutely. His Joker is in the, so in good. The comment, or in, in the, the animated? Yeah. 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 So, you could have... I, I mean, you couldn't have had Danny DeVito's weird penguin character, but, like... The few episodes I watched of Gotham... Were, yeah, like, that kid is really good as a penguin. You have that kid or somebody like play a penguin like that character? Yeah. 
you could have that character in a couple different Batman movies. Call back to yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Uh, call back to last week's podcast. What about the guy that played Ian Curtis in Control? The one that I showed you from Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies at the end. Yeah, yeah. That kid as Penguin. Sure. With the gruff kind of growly voice. He's kind of a gawky British looking guy. Yeah. And stick him in a tux and have him be the Penguin. Totally. Like that. I don't that, remember the actor's name. Sorry. Whatever. Sam Riley or something like that. The guy who wasn't Sam Houston or um, Jack Houston. Who was not Jack Houston in Pride, Prejudice, and yeah. Zombies. But played the heartthrob. Yeah, yeah. So we love Cillian Murphy. We love Jack Houston. <laughs> Somebody is going to ask us for our favorite hunky guys, and we are going to have to do it, and we will do it. Does it have to be just movies? No, I okay. don't think so. It, it depends on how it's asked. For top ten hunky guys, it might be actors. Our top ten favorite act. We've never done that. That is true. Actors or actresses, right? Now are we talking about talent or crush-wise? That seems like two different lists to me. <laughs> I eagerly await your tweets. It's coming. Yeah. Now that we've mentioned it, it's coming. Oh, it's definitely... We mentioned sandwiches once and had to do that. So yeah, this is totally happening. And you know guy crushes is coming first. Oh, there is yeah. no way that's not They first. don't care about our girl crushes. They no, don't they know don't. who our guy crushes are. Yes. 100%. And that's going to... Jack Houston is going to probably make both of our lists. Well, yeah. Because How he's can so he great. Not? He's just so dreamy. Oh, I need you to watch Outlander so we can talk about him as a Viking. I forgot that he's in that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will... It's not just Jim Caviezel and Sophia Miles. Right. Okay. And Ron Perlman. It's got Jack Houston. And Who's like... John Hurt. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Um, anyway, sorry. Back to... I want more period stuff, too. Yeah. Well, I'm how looking, excited are we about Wonder Woman? Uh, the rumors I'm hearing? Not as excited as I used oh, to be. Really? Yeah, it's apparently a bit of a mess, so they're trying to fix it, which is never a good thing to hear from DC, because that's what they've said about every <laughs> movie they've done so far. But you were excited because it took place first, World War? Yeah. yeah. World War One. Sure. Why can't you have comic book... I want some Golden Age stuff. Yeah. Why can't we do more of that? Do a period piece. Where it is, maybe it becomes a little cheesy because it's period, but it doesn't have to. No. And it could be, I mean... The first Captain America was fun. I was just going to say, yeah. And that was second World War? Yeah, he's World War II. But, and there's another thing about a disposable villain. Red Skull is one of the best villains Marvel has. And he's gone. Right. So unless you reboot that franchise... Ten years from now, once you've finished this whole world you're creating, and then you just decide, okay, we've done this, now we're going to start it, Do it over again. again. <sighs> Civil War Two was in the comics last year. Was so, it? So it's like entirely you, possible. You, they but, could, but yeah. why? Yeah. Do different stuff. <laughs> There's just so many, and like... But yeah, but to your point, I guess that is a way they could do it. Do a new Captain America, but leave him in World War Two. Do yeah. a World War Two movie with Captain America and Red Skull again, because yeah. that one was fun. That felt different from the Thors and <clears throat> all of the Hulks and all of that. What if? Now stay with me here. Okay. What if you took a modern superhero and put him back in? Like, what happens if Peter Parker, obviously he wouldn't be a photographer, but, like, what happens if, if Peter Parker gets bit by a spider in a different era? I guess he'd have to be a radioactive spider. 
Uh, Dave, uh-huh. I have a book I'm going to show you after this called Marvel, Marvel 1602, where they set a whole bunch of their heroes in 1602. That sounds amazing. It is so good. Like, why can't you do that? They could. Why don't they do that? That might be a good one to do after, though. Sure. I mean, they've tried Spider-Man three different times. Yep. So why not do Spider-Man in 1602? Now, Spider-Man's not super important in 1602. Okay. I'm uh, just thinking about... Doctor Strange is probably a centerpiece. Sure. Which makes, obviously, me happy. Ton of sense, too. Um, Captain America, Thor. Yeah, these characters that are kind of... Wonder Woman. Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow is definitely in that. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. So these characters that are kind of timeless and kind of can... Stretch. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They can they can go over any era. Yeah. Why not try that? Like, it would be very interesting to, to see something like that. I, I would love to see something, because then you get the... The architecture and kind of the history and the this like the yeah. the set design would be so beautiful. Well, and the the mutant side of it is tied into the Inquisition. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you when we're done. Cool. I know exactly where it is, so okay. it won't take me long to grab it. That's see something like that would intrigue me. Yeah, because I love history, but like it's just a, it's a different spin on something that. We've been seeing for the last twenty years. Yep. I mean, when, it's time for something different. When did the first? I'm trying to think of what the. I mean, X Men were kind of eighty eight Batman. Could be. I was thinking like modern when they took it out of camp. Yeah, like you had the X Men, you had the first few Spider Man. Two thousand one. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, and then it just exploded from there. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. It's just we've had. 17 years, 16 years of comic book movie after comic book movie after comic book movie. Yep. And I mean... Not to say they're not great. No. I've enjoyed most of them. Sure. It's just at a certain point... With the advent of... Come on now. ...graphic animation and just the the evolution of CG... Yeah. They are able to do so much more with comic book movies to emulate what they have in... The source material. Yeah. They can get closer to the source, which is... Great. I mean, look at Sin City. I know that's a graphic novel, but same yeah. sort of concept and what they were capable of doing with post-production. I miss those. The V for Vendettas and the 300s yeah, and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. V for Vendetta is still one. Like, it's... Love that movie. Love that movie. And 300's fun. It's pulp. Sure. It's kind of just... It's Zack Snyder. He can't tell a character story, but yeah. he's visually, it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, and, v, and Sin City... The, First since you haven't seen the second one. It's okay. Yeah. But the first one I absolutely adored. Yeah. And I, I thought that the way they shot it was incredible. And, I mean, it's just, it's so eerily like the comic books. And it's a crime story. Yeah. I'd love a Batman, like, black and white detective. Black and white's a book of Batman, like okay. a series. Yeah. But where he is the world's greatest detective. So a detective movie around Batman. Cool. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Why not? I mean, that's... It would have less flashy punching and stuff. Which... But it would become... It would be more grounded again, which is what <laughs> the best Batmans were, were you grounded. James Bond towards the end of... I mean, most of Pierce Brosnan's James Bond... All silly. All silly and relied so much on gadgets yep. and technology. Yep. And then you look at Daniel Craig's first James Bond... 
There's no technology there. He's like the only thing through was, walls and punching stuff. The only thing that there was any technology was when he had the defib in his car. Yep. Beyond that, like he he induces vomiting by drinking salt water, and like it's just it's a it's a spy movie. It's, it's a grounded. spy movie. Yeah. Why why can't we do that? Get a with, Batman that exactly. Way. I'd watch that. Yeah. It sounds terrific. And then you can have a real and then. Then, then it's like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. Yep. You have these this villain that is there and kind of ever present, and Batman is chasing this villain through three three movies. Yeah. Exactly. I'd watch that. And I always come back to them whenever we talk about different genres, but I want a horror movie. Sure. And if we're sticking with DC, give me Justice League Dark. That's the magic side of DC. That's where Constantine is. Remember Constantine? Mm -hmm. That was Keanu Reeves? The film version. Yep. Yep. There was also a TV series for a while. Yeah. Give me a Justice League Dark. Get me a Demon Fighter. Like Demon Knight and that sort of stuff. Get me into that. Give me an R-rated horror movie like what they used to do with Blade. Yeah. Right? Those were different. (laughs) Those are comic book movies, but they were super different. Yeah. They Deadpool. are really silly towards the end. Sure, but, but the original Blade was so, so good. So fun. That Blood Rave is still one of right? my favorite scenes in yeah. a comic book movie. It's uh, so good. The like Stephen Dorff is great as, as uh, Frost. He's like, so he's, good. <laughs> yeah. And then his but he's got the comic relief counterpart, like his his buddy with the long hair. Yeah. Um just like in Deadpool. Yeah. With TJ Miller. <laughs> well, and that's what I was gonna say, is Blade and Deadpool have shown that you can try something different. Yep. And it may not be the audience you're not gonna make Five hundred million dollars on this movie, maybe, but maybe you do. Maybe you get to that horror community. Yeah, there are a lot of people who love horror movies. I'm aware. <laughs> are you? Yeah. I'm not sure you do enough with horror movies to know how many people <laughs> like horror movies. There's a ton of people who like horror, and maybe you get that community. Like, yeah. There's, I know people who like comic books but prefer horror, and all of a sudden you get a horror movie. It's like. Hell yeah, I'd go see that. Right? I would be more inclined to go see a comic book horror movie in the theater than just a like a, a Civil War or a, another Avengers. Yeah. Because it's something different. Exactly. But we're not going to get that for a while. No. At least based on what we're seeing. Yeah. Any other thing you'd like? What about a Western? Obviously. Who would be Who? a good Western? Oh, you need me for that? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Well, we're kind of getting a weird future wasteland thing with Old Man Logan. Sure. Yeah. Which that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I'm There's like, If you read the Old Man Logan comics, which yeah. I know you don't, I've actually just started them okay. recently. He's transported back to 2015 from the future. In the future, all of the supervillains have teamed up and killed all of the heroes. Oh. Hulk goes mad and then has like a weird hillbilly family of gang members so there's a Hulk gang that just runs places now and so Logan retired and started a family and then was sent back in time just woke up one day back in 2015 and he's now trying to solve to make sure that doesn't happen so he's like the John Connors of the the Marvel world yep whoa I guess not John Connors he's the the... oh the Reese yeah yeah who's Kyle Reese yeah played by Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Yeah. I knew I was so close. I was like, all I can think is Johnny Ringo. It's He's okay. Played by Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Well, you wandered into horror territory, so yeah. But so he's the <laughs> so gotcha. he's the Kyle Reese character of wow. What a weird concept. It's good. Very so far, cool. It's really I like good. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if we could find a western of some sort, I mean, like, well, who would work the best in a western? 
Who do you know that would work the best in a Western? Oh. Iron Man wouldn't, unless you want to go steampunk. I'd watch a steampunk Iron Man in a heartbeat. Totally. But, <laughs> but that won't sell. Steampunk has trouble at the box office. Victorian era stuff, it's, yeah. it's tricky to balance. Which is weird, because steampunk is so popular. Everybody loves dressing up steampunk, and it's just... But, but how do, you have to tell the story right, and if you get it wrong, then... I mean... We get another Wild Wild West, so... Exactly. Which I had fun, but... Eh. Exactly. It was... was Ken, Kenneth Branagh was the villain, right? Yes. Yeah. The guy in the wheelchair? Was it Kenneth Branagh? I think so. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it was Kevin Klein and Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, and Salma Hayek and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and, uh, <clears throat> it was it was okay. It was it was what it was, <clears throat> but it wasn't anything that was memorable. Yeah. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to go through the list of characters, comic book people that I know. Punisher. Interesting. Man in Black. Yeah. Yeah. A Punisher Western. Wow, that was, I like that you just pulled that one out. Huh. As we've been talking, I've been running through yeah, yeah. as many as I could. <clears throat> I mean, it would, the long trench coat and like, yep. it, it almost is Skull perfect. on the chest. Yeah. Out for revenge for those who hurt his family during the war. So that's Confederates. That's the Wales. Essentially, yeah. But you do it with the Punisher and change the story up a little bit. And yep. I mean, how many... I say that's the outlaw Josie Wales, but, but it's also this one exactly. and this yeah. one and this oh, one. They killed my family. I'm gonna go kill them. They killed my my wife. I'm gonna go kill like they yeah. kidnapped my sister. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So that's every western basically, pretty much. And I like them all. So yeah, <laughs> that I'd be all over that. Yeah. Huh. I, and I wonder if that's not partially why Guardians can work as well, because that's a sci-fi movie. Totally. That's Marvel's Star Wars, yeah. and that's what makes it different and what makes it fun is because it is so far away yeah. from New York. Yeah. Right? Like, that's changed stuff. Absolutely. Well, and then you get to you get to explore a different world. Yep. I mean, you get to... What's the, the place in okay. the first one where they go to meet and, like, they, they go to meet the Collector? And, like, the old... Oh, and the, the head? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what it's Whatever called. Whatever it's called, like, visually, it was just fantastic. Yeah. You have all these aliens, and it was really cool. And uh, I like. I also just remembered Hawkeye, who would work in a Western as well. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye and Bullseye against each other. Dang. <laughs> Hawkeye's from, he's an Avenger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Renner plays him? Yes. Awesome. Woo! Killing it today, you guys. Bullseye, I don't... I don't know Bullseye. Okay. Uh, he can, he's an assassin, essentially, who uses his surroundings, so he throws cards, he throws stuff oh, with okay. deadly speed and accuracy. Oh, okay. An excellent foil, like, I'm thinking Western-wise, that'd be sure. a great foil for a trick shot artist with a bow and arrow. Totally. Is a guy that can literally throw cards. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I can picture the opening scene where Bullseye's playing cards, and he's playing poker, and somebody calls him a cheat. Yeah, and you know, I didn't and you cheat. don't even see it. You just—it's just a flick, and the guy's got a card through exactly. his throat. Yeah. yeah. So, like right there, I'm hooked. If that was—if that was the opening scene of a trailer, yeah, I'd be sitting there going, "This is a comic book movie." Okay. Yeah. Right. When does it come out? I'm going. Exactly. It's a western slash comic book movie, and it's a cool villain. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of genres. There's all kinds of different things that you could do. Obviously, 
it's going to take a little bit of time. We have to get out of this cycle, yeah. I think. And it has to be in the hands of somebody who wants to try it and somebody who has an IP who's willing to take the chance. Yeah. So once Marvel's done their big thing, maybe they do? I mean, they have enough money right now. If they're Disney funded. They are. Yeah. They have enough money that they can they, they got, can try something and if it doesn't work, I mean it's still going to make some money. Yeah, it will. Cuz it's Marvel. If you don't even want to use that Hawkeye, there's a different Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a woman. No, there you even better. In Old Man Logan, there's two Hawkeyes and one of them is a woman who's also really stupid good with a bow. So you have a female Hawkeye, so then all of a sudden you get a lot more females interested because it's a female lead. Yeah. Against Bullseye, you yeah. said? Cool. Could do that now if you do right? it if you went that way. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought that was gonna be a short segment. No. <laughs> no. Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. Email guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at the guys from. Or, as we all know, the world is turning upside down. So, if you find yourself in another dimension and you're able to escape the scary monsters and then are kind of bored and wondering what we might be able to talk about, write it down, making sure it's upside down. It is the upside down world, after all. And when the worlds eventually join up, as we know they're about to, yeah. send us a message. And we'll get it. And we'll talk about your question. And we'll both stand up, and we'll both lean our heads over, so that way we can read it. Exactly. Got it covered. If you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can, every way you can. Doesn't matter how, doesn't matter who. Everything you can do helps us out, especially leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. We are available on pretty much everything that podcasts can be found on, including Player FM, Podbean, Stitcher, the Blueberry app... Pocket casts, you name it, we are there. Mm-hmm. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? I have a friend crashing me with me this month, and I got home to her watching the Simpsons movie the other day. I sat down, I watched the last twenty minutes, I laughed just as hard as I did the first time I saw it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, watch it again. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this two question podcast, Ooh. they call us two questions. <laughs> Big Red 2. We also write articles on things like music, indie music, every day. Oh, yeah. That's a new thing. That's new. Oh. And Dave's writing throwback tracks for oh, every yeah. Thursday. There's stuff on gaming, movies. There's a top 100 Simpsons list. Speaking of the Simpsons, we mm-hmm. write about a whole pile of stuff. We sure do. And for the people who are just joining us in these last 30 seconds... Where can they find all this again? Why, www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review, and Stranger Things needs, because we will definitely be covering a whole pile of that. And also, I have a little bit of a game recommendation. I have been playing just a little bit of This War of Mine, The Little Ones. It is a survival horror, but... Not in the way that you're thinking that it's zombies and stuff. It is set in a fictional Eastern European city that is under siege, and there are rebels and uh, just government forces. 
And the whole premise is you play a group of people who are trying to survive. So you spend the time scavenging and reinforcing and trying to fend off raiders. And it's entirely based in reality, and it is incredibly sad, but it is a beautiful game. Cool. Special thanks to The Sweets for our great opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, nobody died. Yep. As of Monday. As of Monday. Tomorrow something big is going to happen, and we're going to feel terrible. But Yep. Anyway, uh, we can skip right on past that, so we can just give special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Fireflies and Stardust. Also, also, congratulations to the Patriots for their fifth Super Bowl title. Yep. Uh, incredible game. Yeah, really um, was. But also, well done to Atlanta. They made the, pat- the Pats work for it. Mm-hmm. Couple... Green calls that probably cost them, but they'll be back, and I really hope that they make the Super Bowl again sometime soon so I can cheer for them, just not if they're playing my team. Also, thank you to the CRTC for allowing Canadians to watch the Fox feed because it meant that we actually got to watch the American commercials this year without having to see them on the internet, and that was a huge difference. It is very enjoyable, and it is part of the event. Absolutely. So regardless of what the company that owns 74 two percent of the media in this country says let's see if we can continue that on for the next super bowl absolutely this has been episode 154 of the guys from podcast the waffle podcast thanks for listening once again i'm sean and i'm dave lego my ego everybody (laughs) this guys from podcast was not paid by ego to talk about waffles as much as we did maybe they should think about it because we totally would continue talking about lego lego Well, they can pay for us too. Great. looking egos and chocolate chocolate was that that's syrup never that's mind that's syrup it's just it's brown it looks like I believe I'm supposed to take your passport <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst Canadian ever <laughs>